What's up, everybody? It's your boy Antoine TV2, the host of Organized Mess, and I am back with a brand new episode for y'all today. Hope everybody's having a great day where you're at, and I hope everybody will enjoy this weekend because what? It is WrestleMania weekend, baby! Obviously, you know, Friday Night SmackDown and the Hall of Fame, WrestleMania SmackDown. And then Saturday, we got Staying the Liver. And then right after that, night one of WrestleMania. Night two of WrestleMania on Sunday. And the Raw after WrestleMania. So like I said, bro, WrestleMania is coming. And it's coming fast and quick. We got two more days. Two more days, man. Two more days till WrestleMania, bro. And I am so excited and I'm hyped for this year's WrestleMania. And, bro... Like every year, every year, when it's WrestleMania season, it's going to be a non-stop party. And we're going to be vibing, we're going to be lit, we're going to be chilling, and it's going to be great. But you already know how this wonderful podcast episode goes each and every week. Grab your popcorn, grab your drinks, grab somewhere comfortable to sit, and get. And let's get right into today's episode. First one we have on the list. So, like I said, WrestleMania is literally two days away, and I'm going to give you my predictions and my opinions on who should win these matches, and honestly, you know, who I think is probably going to be coming back soon. And that's, I'm going to be talking about that later on in the episode. But, starting off, like, on the card, first match on the card, we have the undisputed WWE Universal Championship on the line, Roman Reigns versus the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. And like I said, this match, this this match, the main event match that is going to be on night two, it literally has me torn 50-50 because it's literally, it, it can, this match can go either way, man. You can either have A, like I said in the past, either A, Cody Rhodes beat Roman Reigns to become undisputed WWE Universal Champion and completes the story and, you know, gets the championship that his father has never had. Or B, pull the trigger, have Roman beat Cody to retain both titles so he can go on to a thousand, a thousand day reign. This is a hard one to choose from because both of them are great wrestlers. They both have great storylines behind them. Both of them have great storylines behind them. The Bloodline story, basically three years in the making, and Cody Rhodes finishing his father's story. So, this is a great, great main event match for for the last match of night two. And on top of that, I don't know what to choose between two. It's like it's either it's either Roman wins, and I'm happy for Roman, but Cody loses and doesn't complete the story. Or B, Cody wins, he finishes the story, or we don't see Roman Reigns going on to be a thousand days reign. So, I'm confused, and I'm torn between this match alone. I have no idea who to choose. Part of me wants to go for Cody, uh, for, uh, Cody but another part of me wants to go to, for Roman Reigns. And I don't know what to pick on this one, because I am hella confused on this one. Hella confused. So... Like, I have no idea what's in store for this last, you know, main event match of WrestleMania on the card of Night 2 on a Sunday. So, honestly, I'm 50-50 with this, like I said. And I'm just, honestly, I could see either one of them winning and one of them losing. And then, you know, it, it's it's go it's mixed reactions at this point. It's very mixed reactions. So, I have no idea what's in store at all. And, you know, I'm, you know, I'm just curious what to see what happens when it's night two of WrestleMania. 
Next one we got on the list, Austin Theory versus John Cena for the United States Championship to kick off WrestleMania Night 1 on top of that. And in my opinion, as much as I want John Cena to win this match and basically bury Theory to be like, why no, why no one cares about you? At the same time, I want John Cena to lose this match because what biggest win in uh, Austin Theory's career to get a win and beat John Cena to retain the United States Championship. Like, think about that. Beat a 16-time world champion. World champion. To become... To, to Well, not to become, to still be United States Champion. Which is insane to me. Insane to me. Which why I feel like Austin Theory will beat uh, John Cena in my mind. Yes. 100% yes. He will beat John Cena. And John Cena will put him over so he can retain his title. So, I, but, I, in, like I said, in my mind, I want John Cena to win. But, at the same time, I would like to see Theory retain the title. And John Cena can put him over and, you know... You know, and obviously, you know, he can basically be like, all right, I can see why, you know, I can see why you kind of the best. I can see why you're doing your shit. But I have no idea what's going on with that one, honestly. Next one, we got Seth freaking Rollins versus Logan Paul. As much, like I said, a lot of people want Seth Rollins to win. I even want Seth Rollins to win. As much, you can hate Logan Paul. You can love him. You can do whatever the hell you want with him. But at the end of the day, this man is phenomenal in the ring. Ever since WrestleMania of last year, and then after that, him at Crown Jewel, and then him at SummerSlam, bruh, it's just nothing been going up. It's just been going up from here, honestly. And honestly, they, I feel like Logan Paul does belong in the WWE. Um, I heard that his contract will expire soon after when uh, WrestleMania hits um, this year, in a couple, in basically in like the, the next two days. So. Um, after his match, either whether he wins or lose, um, I, you know, it was fun while it lasted, but if he plans on renewing his contract and staying in the WWE, be, like, start taking it more serious than possible and start, you know, being, you know, win winning matches and be on the main card, you know, and do your thing because you have potential, bro. This man has potential to become a big, huge megastar in the WWE. This man has the hops like Rey Mysterio. He has the move sets like the Mysterios and Eddie Guerrero. And he's just all around crazy, just like Seth Rollins in the ring. So, in my mind for this one, I want Seth Rollins to win. But in my mind, I slightly want Logan Paul to beat Seth Rollins. To prove a point. But, you know, it is what it is. Next one. This is the redemption match from WrestleMania 36. 36 in the Performance Center. So... Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown Women's Championship. And yes, this I say this one is a redemption match because we all know that Rhea Ripley lost her NXT Women's title at WrestleMania 36 to Charlotte Flair in the Performance Center. And she like and like Rhea Ripley says she was young, she couldn't retain it, she was can't she couldn't really hold on for dear life. Blah, 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 blah. So, now she's coming back. She's won the 2023 Women's Royal Rumble and is going to take that title 
off of Charlotte's hands, even though they revamped Charlotte so fucking well, and she's actually doing better than she used to do, but I really want to see Rhea Ripley become a world champion for a good year or two and hold that title for a good minute, because she deserves this title, she deserves a chance to beat Charlotte Flair to become SmackDown Women's Champion, because she worked her ass off to even get to this position, so... I want Rhea Ripley to win this match. I love you, Charlotte, how they revamped each other, you know, how they revamped you, but right now it is Rhea's time to shine. Another great storybooking to tell in. The undisputed WWE Tag Team Championships is on the line. The Usos versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Like I said, this goes all the way back, all the way goddamn back. So right when Sami Zayn and like joined the Usos, joined the Bloodline, joined Solo and joined Roman Reigns along with the, along with the special counsel himself, and this is a lot in the making because like I said, this is when Jay hated like Sami. Everybody loved Sami Solo, um, Jimmy Wise Man, or even Roman Reigns as well too, and Jay hated the fuck out of him. Obviously, it took a minute. And you already know how that went. They went well, and then obviously turned. Obviously, Sammy turned on Roman. Did something that Jake couldn't even do for the for his for a long ass time, and basically stabbed Roman Reigns behind his back, which was fire because he needed it. And now it leads up to this match: brother versus brother, title, titles for titles. I don't want to say titles for titles, but all both like both tag team titles on the line. And this will be a great, great match to see. And I hope this match, I hope this undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship match is the is the main event match on this card. Because if it's not, I am riding and I am protesting. Watch yourself, WWE. Next one we got is the Raw Women's Championship on the line. Bianca Belair defending her Raw Women's Championship against Asuka. And... This ver- new version of Oscar, I love it. I love it. This new version of Oscar, I uh, definitely love the fuck out of it. And I know that Oscar will beat Bianca Belair and become the new Raw Women's Champion. And yes, on top of that, we all know that your girl Bianca Belair has held the title for a good straight year. So yeah, it's time to give up the title now and time for new fresh meat to arrive and you know bring out the best of the women on the women's roster. Next one we got is Trish Stratus, Lita, Becky Lynch versus Damage Control in a six woman tag team match. And this is you know this rivalry has been has been good. Has been it hasn't been great, but it has been really good. Obviously, Damage Control can't get anything done because their faction is not as strong, like, very strong in the WWE. Everybody, like, people's behind it, but not that much people's behind that faction. And obviously, we already know Stratus and Lita are best friends, along with Becky Lynch. And this is going to be a really good match and a really a fun, entertaining match to watch. And I'm happy and excited to see what happens with these, with these lo- like, lovely six women on the screen. And going at it to see which one, who's dominant out of, out of you know out of each other and you know who who deserves you know the, to, let's see if they can de- destroy and bury the hatchet on um you know these you know you know on each other and see what happens and then the next one on the list we got the beast incarnate brock lesnar versus the nigerian giant almost and y'all might hate the fuck out of me for saying this but I feel like Brock Lesnar leads to lose to almost. 
Yeah, I said it. Brock Lesnar needs to lose to Omos. Why? Because, like I said, there's a rumor going around that potential Hurt Business 2.0 might come. So, if he, if um, Omos wins, beats Brock Lesnar, which is the biggest win of his career, beats him, and then the like, and then obviously the you know the um, the Hurt Business reforms again. We have a. Uh, we can either have Angelo Dawkins and then Montez Ford or then Cedric uh, Alexander and um, Sheldon Benjamin. And, you know, you can also have like, a, a, like you know, Bobby Lassie joins if he feels like it, honestly. But I'm telling you right now, and I mean right now, this, this, he, it needs to happen. Almost needs to beat Brock Lesnar because... He has not having a very good run lately with winning matches because he's been losing a lot of matches, especially pay-per-view matches that he should not be losing at all. So, honestly, um, like I said, Brock needs to lose to almost. It's only right to, for him to lose, but, you know, we see what happens when, you know, the matches matches there. Next one we got on the list is Edge versus Finn Balor. Demon Finn Balor to be exact because he did confirm it on Monday Night Raw that his demon side will be back at WrestleMania. And this match is going to be inside Hell in a Cell. This will be one of the best mid-card matches I am looking forward to. And I am happy, happy to look at this and see what this match has to bring. Obviously, this has been... Like, last year, WrestleMania, this whole, you know, this whole long story mode between Finn Balor and Edge is ridiculous. Ridiculously crazy. And I feel like, in my opinion, I, even though I want Edge to win, I feel like Finn Balor would definitely win this match. Prove everybody why he is the leader of Judgment Day, while Judgment Day is the best faction on the on the raw side of things. And on top of that, can deliver a great promo with no goddamn problem. So it's your you know, like I said, Edge and Demon Finn Balor, this is gonna be a crazy epic battle to the fucking death. I know this for short. Next one we have is the triple threat match for the Intercontinental Championship. Your boy Gunther the Ring General, Sheamus, and Drew McIntyre. So, like I said, Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, and Gunther, they can all win this title, honestly. I can see all of them winning this title. Even though I can't see, um, like I said, I can't see Gunther losing. If I can't see Gunther losing, I can't see um, Sheamus losing. If I can't see Sheamus losing, I can see like Gunther losing. And it's like a complete 180 cycle. So... Honestly, as much as I loved Gunther to retain the title to go on to become the longest Intercontinental Champion of all time, yeah, it's about to get dumped. Like honestly, like this, 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 this is crazy because Drew McIntyre, we haven't heard, we haven't seen him win a title since obviously, uh, or have a title in his hand since last week, and um, you know, doing crazy in the streets and everything at night. And then on top of that, we got um. Gunther to become the new longest reigning Intercontinental title of all time, with or champion of all time, which makes it more better. And then obviously we know Drew McIntyre has never has. It's the last time we seen him won Intercontinental title was long ass time ago. And I mean long time ago. So yeah, like I said, this one is really, really hard. I choose Gunther, but at the same time I choose you know I choose uh, Sheamus. So it just depends on you know how how it holds up and everything. 
So, next two matches, we have the Women's Wrestling WrestleMania Showcase match and the Men's Wrestling Showcase match. So, we have uh, Morgan, Rodriguez, Natalia, um, Shotzi, DeVille, Green, Rousey, and Baszler. And, in my opinion, as much as I love to see, you know what I mean, to see, um... You know, this match being somewhat good, you need Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler to win. Even though I hate the fuck out of them badly with a passion, I just feel like they're the ones that's going to take the cake and beat Roman for the titles and actually literally showing you, you know, you know why they're the best, honestly. Same thing goes for the men, too. We got, we got Street Profits, Alpha Academy, Viking Raiders, and, you know, Strowman, and, you know, uh... Like, that's, you know, you know what I mean. But Strowman and Ricochet, not really a tag team. But still, at the same time, you know, they're a great tag team together. And they've been doing works ever since they've been teaming, teamed up and partnered together. So, you know, like I said, it's, you know, it's every man for themselves in that ring. But at the same time, I, I you know, Street Profits has to win this match. They have to win this match. They're like, again, like the biggest push of a fucking lifetime at the moment. If they, if, you know, if they get pushed, uh, you know, again. Just like they did with uh, Money in the Bank and SummerSlam of last year. So, yeah. And then the last match we have on the list is Rey Mysterio versus his son, Dominic Mysterio. Father versus son. So, whoever knew that this was ever going to happen? Who knew that this day was going to happen? Literally. Father versus son. Son fighting his father. It's, it's crazy. It's honestly crazy. And... I have no idea what to say there because this is father's son. This is a bond that was never going to be broken. But now he broke it. He don't give a fuck. And he about to end your existence. Ray. Ray. Please end your existence with God. With goddamn Dominic, man. Dominic put everything on your goddamn name. Saying you a deadbeat. Saying you this. Saying you that. And the audacity. The audacity to say... Nah, I'm good. Nah, I'm good. Bruh. Ray Mysterio. Whoop. Yo son's fucking behind. He deserves it. He's fucking dickhead, man. He deserves it. He's, he's, a, he's a bitch for no reason. I don't understand why, but he's a bitch. I do love his character, but he's, like, starting to become a bitch and that I hate and that I despise. And honestly, like, real talk, man. Dominic, you about to get your ass whooped by your father. You deserve to get your ass whooped, motherfucker. So I hope you get your goddamn ass whooped. <laughs> but that's all my predictions for WrestleMania card. Like I said, WrestleMania is two days away. Two days away. Think about that, people. Two goddamn days away. So this is about to be a crazy, crazy WrestleMania weekend. I am happy and I'm excited for it. And it's... Phew, I'm I'm thinking about what's going to happen at you know WrestleMania. I've just been thinking and... Man... I hope y'all be staying tuned for, for WrestleMania Ghost Hollywood because I know it's about to be a fire, fire, fire show. So, but yeah. Next one on the list should almost beat Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. And I said this earlier. Yes, he should. He needs to beat Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania because this nigga sucks. He's been terrible since he's been on the card. The last time this man ever had a title defense or just had titles in general, and that's when and that's when he was with AJ Styles. That's when he first came into the company. First came into the company, alright? And as a bodyguard for AJ Styles in the Thunderdome. So 
that shit was goddamn fucking awful. Let's just be goddamn clear. But that was the first time him even even attempting or even winning, I should say, tag team goddamn gold. So, like, and after since then, it's been losing city, losing city, brick city, brick city, losing city. All right, and I'm telling you now, right now, because my boy. My boy thinks, like, one of my friends thinks, like, yo, Brock Lesnar needs to beat the fuck out of Omos. No. It's the other way around. Omos needs to beat the fuck out of Brock Lesnar. Because Brock Lesnar can put over anybody. And I mean anybody. So, honestly, I definitely feel like Omos is the right person to beat Brock Lesnar. And basically retain his dominance to be like, yo, he's actually an actual threat in the WWE. Yo, this dude is now a force to be reckoned with. And we never got any of that. Like, honestly, yes, Omos is Omos. Don't really have a good word for Omos. And two, like, he needs to be better on a, on the ring, in the ring. He needs to cut his own promo, all this type of stuff. But at the same time, man, at the same time, it's time... For Brock Lesnar to lose a match. Well, he's been losing matches like a lot recently. So I don't know what's going on with that. But at the same time, almost needs to beat Roman. It's the only way for him to beat Roman. The only... Sorry, not Roman. Uh, He's the only person to beat Brock, man. Like, like, almost needs to beat Brock. He needs to. He definitely needs to beat Brock Lesnar. Because... Almost doesn't really have anything going for himself right now. He's not really big as a threat. He's pretty much big, like, you know, as a joke. As a, as a joke at the moment in the WWE. And without that good, you know, him cutting promos, him giving, like, a good, you know, why he's the best, why he's this and that. Like, MVP is talking, like, you know, obviously talking to the crowd about it, but come on, man. Come on, man. Like, almost, you are six. Sorry. Sorry, not six. You are 7-3. Think about that, nigga. You are 7-3. Seven, 7 foot 3 inches, man. 7 foot 3 inches. Brock Lesnar is a whole ass foot under this man. Under this man. So, I have no idea what we have in stores for Brock Lesnar and his crazy ass shenanigans. Two, I don't know. How crazy Omos and Brock Lesnar will be, I don't know. I really don't know. All I know is that Brock needs to watch the hell out. He does. Because Omos, he obviously, obviously the other night when it was Friday, not Friday Night Smackdown, but Monday Night Raw, obviously Brock Lesnar didn't want to smoke. He didn't, you know, he didn't really want to smoke. But that, but, you know, this past Monday Night Raw, he wanted all the smoke. He said, I want to get the smoke left ways, sideways, upside down, in the mouth, on the game, everywhere. Because, like, nah. And on top of that, if almost loses to Brock Lesnar, he is done for. No one's coming after you. No one's going to start a robbery with you because you are boring. Because you are boring, almost. If you don't do something about it and change... And be, you know, be a, you know, that successful person be like, yo, I beat Brock Lesnar, bro. 
in a one-on-one -on -one match at the grandest stage of them all, Wrestle Goddamn Mania, and you lose, and you lose your match to a good, to a fucking seven-time, seven-time world champion? Nah. Fuck no. Hell no. I'm letting you know right now. If almost don't beat Brock Lesnar, almost is help. He's helpless. He's helpless. You can't fix that man at that point. You cannot fix him because this man, like, if you lose to Brock Lesnar, which obviously it's hard. Any normal person can say like it's hard to beat me. When really it's not really that hard to beat, you know, him. But like I said, man, with Cody, it's all different story. With me. It's an entirely different story. So, I just, oof, I just really don't know what to think of this match. Even though it has, even though it has Vince McMahon writing all over this shit, because you know he likes his powerhouses and he likes his tall guys. So, that's kind of, yeah, that's that's the yeah, that's that's definitely what I'm saying. It's yeah. Because that's very questionable, honestly. Very questionable. And... <sighs> I know... I know that almost the big dude. He can, he can take care of himself. But just not today, man. He can't take care of himself today. He, he can't. Bruh is... You know... If you, like I said, man. I'm gonna say it one more time. If you don't beat Brock Lesnar in this one-on-one -on -one match, bruh... You are a goner, and you are hopeless, and I don't know what to tell you. I really don't. Because if you literally lose to Brock Lesnar, to Brock Lesnar, you're, you are you are dumb. You are dumb-dumb. Dumbity-dumb-dumb-dumb. So, like I said, I don't know how this is going to play out. I hope, I hope, um, obviously... Can't even talk now. I just hope that Omos beats him, puts him over, and you know they call it a day and everything like that. Not you know showboating all that type of stuff, but just call it a day and be like, all right, cool, bet. But yeah, that's all I really have for uh for that little topic right there. I wanted to talk about and share with y'all. All right, so there's a lot of speculation of a lot of people that's supposed to come back at, like between. Um, WrestleMania and Monday Night Raw. And one of them is on high speculation is Randy Orton. And everybody wants to know when Randy Orton is supposed to come back, if he's going to come back, if he plans on coming back sometime around WrestleMania this weekend or Monday Night Raw. And I was like thinking to myself, like, how would I book Randy Orton to come back from a serious injury that happened from like, summer of 2022 and i'm gonna tell you how i would book randy orton to come back so it's night two of wrestlemania it is roman reigns versus cody rose for the undisputed wwe championship right it's an epic match down to the wire right they're like they're trading off blows you know everything and they're basically giving them giving uh, them each other like everything they have and the crowd is going wild and they're going crazy for them right so after a while, Paul Heyman knocks out the ref, and then all you hear is "Oh, souls!" And then their and then this and uh their theme music plays right. So after that, 
when the Usos come to the ring, the Usos try to super kick uh, Rhodes, but after that, KO and Kevin, like KO and uh, Kevin Owens comes out to their music, and then Sami Zayn stops them. But like, but Solo comes out of nowhere and then hits, and then Solo hits uh, the Simone Spike on Cody Rhodes. But which results in a little of uh, Cody Rhodes taking a bump. But then Roman does it, his signature taunt, as he always does, and does, ooh, ah! And then after he does that, um, he does that before the spear. And then, but he gets a chance to, uh, to hit the spear on rate, like, to hit the spear, like, he won't, let me, let me say that. So after he says his signature chant, right, after he does his signature chant, there's a famous ooh-ah. After that, you hear, I have the voices in my head. They come for me and never stand. They come for me. And then that's when Randy Orton music plays. And then he runs to the ring. And then after that, he hits three RKOs. One on Solo Sokoa, one on Jimmy Uso, and one on Jay Uso. And then after that, uh, and after that, once he comes in, he hits one on Roman Reigns just because he wants to. And then after that, Cody hits his Cody cutter. And then Randy throws the ref back into the ring. And then he counts the one, two, three. Ding, ding, ding. And you're a new undisputed WWE Universal Champion. The American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. And then right when he's celebrating, doing something that his father could never do, as soon as he turned around, Randy Orton randomly hits him with the RKO. And everyone is shocked. And I mean, they're like, what the fuck? He just helped. Well, I was like, bro, he just helped Cody win. How can he do this? And then right when he looks at him, he looks at him. He looks at Roman. He picks up both titles, both titles, and the hell and holds both titles over Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns' head. And then obviously, there's a lot of speculation after that. So fast forwarding to Monday Night on Raw, after he came out. You know, he's still happy because he still won. You know, you know, he's still like he's the new undisputed WWE Universal Champion, but he's also confused because he was like, Wow, so see he was basically thinking like, Wow. I'm like, he basically cuts his promo. He basically starts with WrestleMania was hell of a night last night. And honestly, I can't be much more happier for holding these two titles in my hands and finishing my story. And becoming, you know, and and I know my father up in heaven is proud of me and loves me to death and love and loves to see what I have done and you know continue his legacy and continue my legacy on top of that and you know making myself and my family proud. Everybody clap for him. But the one thing that I don't understand last night, Randy Orton, you helped me win. You helped me beat the tribal chief, the head of the table, Roman Reigns. But after that. You hit me with an RKO. And it dawned upon me. You want to be world heavyweight champion. You want to be world champion again. 
I can I can see that. You want to be world champion again. That's why you RKO'd me. You never you you you, you only did that. You only did that to get one up me. You want these titles. And honestly, I'm going to fight for these titles, Randy. I'm going to fight for these titles. I just earned and crawled and scratched my way up to Roman Reigns and beat him. One, two, three. I could have beat him without your help. But you insisted to come out here, come out there last night, and do what you had to do and prove your point. So, Randy Orton, you listen to me, and you listen to me very well. If you want these titles, you're going to have to take these titles from my bare hands. Because I'm not giving you no free opportunity. If you want some, come get some. And after that, Randy already comes out. Cut, and then he basically be like, yeah, I know I've been gone for the WWE for a long time since last year. Yeah, and I'm doing really good. I'm, really, I'm doing better than good. I'm doing fucking fantastic. But yeah, I did what I had to do. I, 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 I arcade-o'd you in that ring. Did I need to? No. Did I want to? Yes, because it felt fucking good. See, Cody, I helped you. I helped you to get where to, where, to where you are today. And now, it's time for me to return the favor and take them titles that you worked so desperately, desperately hard to get for such a long time. And now, like I said, I am the apex predator. I am the viper for a reason. I will take those titles to become the new Undisputed Champion. And mark my words, Cody. Mark my words. I will do everything, everything in my power to make sure you don't win. Drops the mic and leaves. And then has Cody in there contemplating. And then next week, next week on Raw, and I mean like next week, yeah, next following week on Raw, Cody has a, Cody has a match. Cody has a match. Not it's a non-title match, but he has a match, and he's going against um, he's going against Montez Ford, right? And obviously, right when he's about to hit. Uh, the Cody Cutter, right? At, not the not the Cody Cutter, but right when he hits about to hit the crossroads, um, Randy Orton music plays. Right, Randy Orton music plays, and he looks on at Cody, and then after that, Cody gets a roll up from gets rolled up from behind. One, two, three. Montez wins the Montez wins the match. Right, he win he wins his match, and you know he exits the ring after that. So, after that, Cody's literally standing in disbelief, saying, what the fuck, man? And then looks at, and then Cody looks at Randy. Randy looks at Cody. Randy walks off. All right? And they do this back and forth with each other for every single week leading up, you know, leading up to their, um, to SummerSlam, right? And a couple weeks before SummerSlam, they, they you know, 
they confront each other, right? They confront each other. And they cut amazing promos and say, and basically going all the way back to when it was Legacy, when they made that faction between Ted DiBiase, Cody Rhodes, and Randy Orton, and saying, like, going to their past and all this type of stuff, and then fast-forwarding and then going heavy at it. And to a point, they almost got into a brawl. They almost got into a brawl, but, you know, the refs, you know, came out, stopped it before it happened, and then, yeah, that was it. And then the final week, or the yeah, that week, that final week before, you know, the weekend of SummerSlam, right? Like, at this point, Cody doesn't want to hear any words. Randy doesn't want to hear any words. And they just go at it. They just brawl. They just, they just, they just brawl. And they literally just completely just brawl it out. And then And then out of nowhere, obviously, Roman's, like, Roman basically gets involved as well, too. Like, it's, you know, I know it's Cody and Roman, I mean, Cody and Randy, but Roman gets involved because, because he wants his titles back. He wants, he wants, you know, to be still on top of the WWE. So he gets involved. And now after, after that, Adam Beer makes it official. So instead of saying, instead of Cody Rhodes and Randy Orton facing off, this match has became a triple threat match. It became a triple threat match for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. And then after that, Roman Roman looks at them. Cody looks. Randy Orton looks. And they're just looking at each other. And then and then we and then they're and then Roman's like, see you at SummerSlam. And then Cody looks at Roman. Randy Orton looks at Roman. Cody and Cody and Randy looks at each other. And then, bam, cut, and then that's that's the end of that's the end of that. And then, right, and we fast forward to SummerSlam, the main event match, Cody, Randy, Roman, for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. And they go at it, and then I mean this, he goes at it, at it like crazy as hell. Cody, Cody, um. Does everything in his power to stop Randy? Randy stops anything in his power to hit Roman. And after a while, just Roman and Cody, te- like, sorry, Randy and Cody Rhodes teams up and just takes out Roman completely. Takes out Roman completely. And after that, obviously, you see, all you see is, here is Usos. Usos comes in trying to interview, trying to like fuck up um, Cody and Randy, but Sami Zayn and Sami Zayn and um, Sami Zayn and uh and Kevin Owens comes out and basically stops them before they even start even doing anything, right? And after that happens, they take them back like they whoop them, they whoop their ass to the, and then they go to the back with them and then you know that happens and then Solo Sokoa try to comes up and then Randy Orton just hits a, uh, another RKO on Solo for the second time for his second time RKO. Knocks out Solo completely. And then, and then um, obviously, Roman Reigns tries to get in, tries to uh, hit the spear, and then he hits Cody with the one, two, and then Cody kicks out. And then after that, right when that happens, Randy Orton comes out of nowhere. RKO's Roman out of nowhere. He's he's done. He, like, he can't move for the rest of the match. And then 
after that, right when right when Cody is about to hit his famous Cody cutter, uh, Randy Orton reverses it, hits him with the RKO, rolls up Cody, one, two, three. And then after that, the winner and the new undisputed WWE Universal Champion, Randy Orton! And that's, and that's, and then after that, you know, there's, there's, there's like cheers, but there's boos at the same time, and we see the Viper, the legend killer himself, becomes undisputed WWE World Heavyweight Champion and Universal Champion. And that's how it happens and ends the show right there. Right then and there. Cut, like, basically holds up the titles, both the titles, because he hasn't been the main event scene for a long time. And then that's what ends the show. Bam. In that, in my mind, that's that's how I would book Renyon to return to the WWE. I know it's not, you know, there's there's other many ways I can, you know, put it in my head. I had a, I had a better way to put this one in my head, but you know, it was way too long, way too thought out. So I gave you one of the uh, other stories, you know, that I feel like this is how they would book Randy Orton. But at the same time. I don't know, because there's many ways you can book Randy Orton to return. Many, many ways. You know, I haven't, like like I said, I have another way, but it is the longer version, but it still works. But, um, yeah, personally, this is how I would book Randy Orton to come back to WWE. Like I said, I hope Randy Orton comes back in, in uh, at WrestleMania, or if not in the Raw after WrestleMania, because we missed you, Randy, for a long time. And I mean for a long-ass time. And it's long overdue, and... We need you to come back, man. Everybody misses you. I misses you. And, you know, I'm just I'm just waiting for you to, to, you know, to be back to where you belong. To be back where you belong. And like I said, man, even Riddle misses you, man. It's been a minute. Even though I know Riddle has been written off of Dota V for some time now. Even Riddle misses you, man. So can't wait to see you return either at WrestleMania or the night after WrestleMania. And... You know, I have high hopes for you, man. I have very, very high hopes for you to return, Randy. So the next one on the list. So I like there is a rumor that there's a new WWE title coming soon, introduced very soon. We don't know when. We don't know if it's a a new, you know, WWE Championship title. We don't know if it's gonna be, you know, like they like you know, rumored for a minute. Having a uh, or talked about for a minute having a uh, women's another women's title for the women's division, um, we have no idea. But but I honestly feel like it's gonna be for the new WWE Championship because the, in an interview recently, uh, Triple H said and he confirmed he doesn't like the Universal Title at all. Like he hates this, he hates it like completely. He hates it. it. Looks terrible and he wants to retire it. Well, and I know like I understand why he means by that because when it was re- introduced as the red title like the red title was just god awful like the red universe the red like version of the universe title was just terrible it was garbage and no one liked it they all was like ugh, like why why does this title exist and 
which it's understandable because the title was like not the best. It really wasn't. But after a while, when it hit blue, when it turned blue, it grew on us a little. It grew on me a little bit, not a lot, but a little bit. And then obviously when Roman Reigns, when Roman Reigns has a title, it, it, it looks really good on him. So obviously, um, I mean, obviously, like I said, it's growing on a lot of people, including myself. Um, would I say it's like one of the best titles out there? No, not really on the main card. It's not really one of the best titles out there. In my opinion, the like, and this is going to be a um, a long shot, but I feel like the United States Championship is the best title on you know on the main card you know as of lately. Ever since they did that, you know, they redesigned the United States Championship. That has been gold. That has been like the golden championship since it came out, and right under it's the Intercontinental Title. Everything else under that looks basic as hell. So, me personally. Uh, the like I said, the United States title looks really great. So, like I don't know, you know, if it's gonna be like for if obviously when Cody wins, if and if Cody wins, which I hope he will win. But if he does win, I you know Cody said for a long time that he wants the uh that he wants the the golden eagled wing uh WWE title to be re like obviously redesigned and revamped, and he has it. Um, which I do want him to do that because it honestly the gold the golden wing one would look very great on Cody. I mean, wonderful, excellent on Cody. So I don't know how they're gonna play this out or how well this is gonna be. All I hope is that they they don't mess this up because the last couple times, you know, like I said, the best title so far in my my opinion is you know the United States Championship. That looks that looks. Mwah! They did a chef's kiss to that title. That title looks phenomenal. That is a even though we do saw a lot of people like the old version of the uh, of the United States Championship, but this new version takes the cake on all the titles combined. It looks better than the Universal Title. It looks better than the WWE Title. It looks better than the Women's and uh, Smack uh, SmackDown and Raw Women's Tag Team. Like uh, sorry, t- uh, the Women's Title, and it looks better than these quarter of a tag team titles. Or nickel over tag team titles. So, personally, I wonder what they're gonna, you know, what kind of design Cody has. I, like I said, it can be the weak eagle wing. It can be a different design. I don't know, man. But I, I just want, I just want it to be something fresh. I want it to be something like really good that the fans will love, that that the wrestlers will love as well too. Because once they when they combine the, um, you know, the WWE. Um, the WWE Championship and the Heavyweight Championship to make the uh the World Heavyweight Championship. It was good. It was good though. You know, it was good at that time when they introduced it in like 2015. It was good at that time. It wasn't the best, but it was it was really solid because at the at that time, obviously the brands came back together and you know the title was just one. So they didn't really introduce a lot of titles yet till um, probably like what 2016, 2017. So me personally, if if Cody does get the Eagle Wing, cherish it, my boy. Cherish the Eagle Wing. Sorry, the Eagle Wing um WWE title because he deserves it. Cody Rhodes deserves this, man. Cody Rhodes deserves to win at WrestleMania this weekend. 
He deserves to, you know, finish the story. He deserves everything good that's coming his way. Because it's Cody Rhodes at the end of the day. We love and we love Cody Rhodes. Every ever since he, you know, we, you know, back way back when, so when he was in AEW, revamped himself, and now coming back to the WWE and you know, trying to finish a legendary story that, like I said, his father couldn't. And I, it, it just it just all makes sense, man. It, it all makes sense. It all comes together. And Cody Rhodes has been working at this since, ever since he left WWE. He wants to, like, regain himself, which he has. His new character is better than ever before. His theme song is popping. You know, his entrances is always live and fire. And... Man, Cody, like, Cody, bro. Cody, Cody, Cody. Like, you have inspired not only yourself, but a lot of people. Because a lot of people believe in you. A lot of people believe in your work. A lot of people believe in your destiny. And when it comes to, you know, this, this you cannot fail, man. So, whatever that, whenever that title comes to play, I'm guessing it's going to be right after Cody wins the, um, wins the, uh, the undisputed WWE title. So, and this is how I would feel like they would give him the title. So, this is what happened. So, obviously, Cody, like, wins both titles. He is because he's undisputed WWE championship, right? The WWE champion, right? Um, And he he's bouncing around for both titles with, the, for, uh, with undisputed uh, universal championship, right? Bouncing around back and forth. Uh, Raw, SmackDown, Raw, SmackDown, Raw, SmackDown. And after a while, Paul Heyman is just proving him, proving uh, Cody right because if you're going to keep on bouncing around with both titles, it's going to weigh you in. You're never going to see your family. And then basically all the stuff that he said to Cody, and he's like, bro, you're, just, you're basically just proving myself right. So, and then he said, and then Cody cuts his promise like, we need to, like, you will get a fighting champion, a fighting champion that will always be here and stay and basically defend the title when it needs to be defended. And he basically, that's when, obviously, WWE introduces the new title, which is probably the Gold Wing Eagle title, but uh, with a different design on it. But it's a little more better design than the old version, an updated version of it, more likely. And, and obviously, they'd be like, this championship symbols everything. My dedication, my gratitude, my hard work, my sacrifice to this company because I love this sport and this brand so much. And he basically introduced everybody to the new title, the new champ, uh, uh, world championship title for Raw. And then after that, SmackDown can get another title um, when it hits like the king and the queen of the ring, uh, I think later on in May. So I feel like that's what, uh, what should happen if Cody Rhodes gets, you know, his brand new title. Saying that you like saying the WWE that you need a fighting champion, a champion that will stay, a champion that's not part time and only shows up when he wants to, and defends his title anytime, anywhere, any place. Doesn't matter if it's pay per views. Doesn't matter if it's Raw. Doesn't matter if it's you know at a live event. I'm gonna be there and I'm gonna defend this title and successfully defend it and retain it every single time because I love what I do. I love showing the fans. That I'm, I am a hard worker, and I love showing everybody, each and every one of you, why I name the American Nightmare for a reason. So, just to let you know, after that, um, like I said, for this for this new title to unveil, 
uh, itself. I don't know when it's supposed to come out. I'm hoping probably right a little, uh, probably like maybe like a couple weeks after, um, a couple weeks after uh, Cody Rose beats Roman and takes the titles from Roman. Because honestly, like I said, they should pull that trigger. So, um, so Cody can beat Roman because there's a lot of momentum in this match right now between Cody and Roman, and it's only gonna go up from here for Cody Rose. So, like I said, man, Cody win this championship win this title and beat Roman Reigns at his own game, man, because as much as I love to see uh, Roman Reigns go as a thousand days reign, man, and, you know, be on, be in that top three of the best, you know, wrestlers of all time, the whole the WWE championship or universal title for, for the longest time. And Cody, I, I want you to beat Roman, man. As much as I love to see Roman like, be at a thousand days reign, Cody Rhodes, it is your time to shine, and you deserve all of what's coming to you. Everything good, everything great. So, I'm rooting for you, Cody, and we see you at WrestleMania. All right, so in recent news, uh, Naomi confirmed that she has completely left WWE, like, for good, for good, like, never going to come back at all. And... I'm not really sad that she's gone. I'm not really sad because WWE has been better than ever since they both left, not going to lie. And will I say she brought anything to the uh, to the roster in recent, like in not recent years, but in, in past years? Yeah, when, you know, when the run of the roster was huge, and I mean majorly huge at that time. But... I feel like, it, you know, her being gone doesn't really take anything away from the WWE at all. I mean, yeah, people, some people love Sasha Banks. Some people love that them two are tag team, you know, tag team champions, champions and all that. But once they left, even though that was like a big scene when they both left and walked out on the company while it was being like, you know, on a like a recorded, like live television, you know, show, like episode. But... They didn't give two fucks, so I'm, you know, I will say congratulations. Well, I'm still not congratulations, but like, like, good luck on your future endeavors. I I heard that she's kind of like wrestling, but um, well, not wrestling now, but uh, she's she basically changed her name from um from Naomi to Trinity Star. Like she used her first name and then used some random ass last name, which I'm not gonna lie, her name kind of sounds like a porn star. Just tell the truth, because your name does sound like either like a porn star or a stripper or someone from OnlyFans. I'm just telling the truth. It's how you put your name. But um, I don't know if she's going to go to AEW. I don't know if she's going to... um. I don't know if she's going to be, uh, you know, going to New Japan Pro Wrestling. I have no idea where this woman's going. I really don't. So, it, it just... You know, it's all to see what happens because even though she changed her name under Trinity Star and everything and it's going to be a little bit different, it sounds like she would go to AEW from the way this sounds. Because, I don't know, she if she probably has a good time like performing at New Japan Pro Wrestling, cool. Like, I hope she does big things just like uh, Mercedes Monet. Yeah, it's kind of even, yeah, it's shocked even not me saying that, like, that name. Mercedes Monet. Not money, Monet. So it just rolls off the tongue for me, simple. 
Mercedes Monet. Just saying. Then you have Trinity Star, which I feel like she's gonna pull AW just like just like Ruby Solo, just like Sahara, just like uh Myro, um Andrade L whatever his last name is, because I'm not gonna say that last name. Um John Moxley. The only person that probably still has the same name as he did in WWE is like Chris Jericho. Everybody else has changed their name. Like everybody. Everybody that we know in WWE that that used to be in WWE changed their name. Everybody, except for Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho still got the same name when he was in WWE. So <laughs> he's never gonna change his name ever. Um so yeah, and then and CM Punk. CM Punk is the same way. CM Punk and um Kirsch Jericho is the only two that still has the same goddamn name. Everyone else has a different goddamn name. So <laughs> So yeah, um, it's crazy, but I w- I definitely see I definitely see her in AEW. Um, obviously, she will re- reunite with Sahara. She will she will see um, Tony Storm in there. She will see um, well, I want to say it's Tony Storm because Tony Storm this is like way beforehand. So I don't think she would know don't know Tony. Sorry, I don't think she will know Tony Storm. But um, she'll definitely fight her if she ever comes to AEW. I know she'll probably see her um, if she ever plans on going to New Japan Pro Wrestling. Mercedes Monet. Um, there's some other people that I'm probably gonna see. I know she'll see Myro. I know she will see Brian Danielson. I know she will see um, like a bunch of other people. Like uh, I think Aldrade as well too. Yeah, because he was on the roster for a good minute. But I think she will see him as well too. But um, but yeah, that's like a lot of people from like I said from AEW that was in WWE still has the same you know still has the same uh you know pers- like I want to say same character but more like you know same person just different name except for two people like I said but Trinity Star that you could have just went with your first and last name your original like you're just your you're just your original first and last name just Trinity Nau I I think it's Nau Nau. I think it's, it's supposed to be basically, um, you know, Jimmy's last name. So, yeah, I I, I would know. I, I really don't know. Um, like I said, I hope she does well in her future endeavors, um, whether she's in NWA, um, AEW, um, like New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, Ring of Honor. And the list goes on and on and on after that. Um, I don't know. I just I just don't really have much for Naomi because Naomi has been on the roster since, you know, back when, even though she was, like, on the roster but wasn't officially on the roster, back when she was, like, when it was Brodus Clay. Remember remember that whole thing, Brodus Clay and the Funk the Dactyls? That was fire. <laughs> I always loved to see Brodus Clay when he came out with his theme song, always danced with his theme song, always singed. When he like his theme song came on, because his theme song was so good and so hilariously funny. But um, I loved. Uh, I definitely uh, loved her at that time when she was on WWE for a minute. Um, it sucks that she never became a champion for all three brands. She was only the SmackDown Women's Champion. She became a tag team women's champ, the women's tag team champion, but never became Raw tag. Uh, sorry, Raw Women's Champion. Which I would love to see her become Raw Women's Champion. 
But how they, I don't know, how Vince McMahon did her dirty with, so, like, so many years, made her, like, relinquish her, you know, SmackDown Women's title, and on top of that, giving her point of storylines that don't make sense. And on top of that, her supposed to be, you know, like, being in, the like, the WrestleMania card uh, last year, but they dropped her because Ronda Rousey came back. That That was supposed to happen, and that never happened. And then on top of that, from her winning the, you know, the women's tag team titles and not getting no respect for it. So I like, like I said, I, I, I know she has her reading reasons for leaving WWE, which I completely under like agree with those reasons, even though it's fucked up because she been did dirty the entire time she was in WWE under Vince McMahon, him doing creative and running the company at the same time. So like it, it sucks to hear and it sucks to see all this shit happen and I just don't you know it just sucks it just sucks because like I said um Naomi or Trinity Star I should say had a lot of potential a lot of potential in WWE um there's like a lot of moments that Vince McMahon fucked up with with her with her character you know not giving her the you know the stuff that she deserves and. I don't know, man. If it, if now Triple H was, you know, did creative at, you know, when he was in authority, like right after he, you know, the authority thing split up and he wasn't creative for a minute, he would have done his stuff his way. But I tell you right now, if he was running uh, creative on NXT and Raw and SmackDown, you know how good, like, obviously we already know how Golden Era NXT was because Golden Era NXT was fucking fantastic because it was Shawn Michaels and Triple H running that shit in there. So. Like, I'm, I'm letting you know right now, if it was, like, imagine if it was Shawn Michaels, like, back then, like, running NXT, wait, like, and then you have um, Triple H running both Raw and SmackDown creatively without, you know, Vince McMahon getting into the way. I swear to God, we will see a whole different, you know, WWE going on for the New Year's. Like, oh, God, it will be a whole different WWE. And... Like, would would Vince McMahon still be, like, be the CEO and everything? Yes, he still would be, but he won't be an interrupted creative. Like, like, literally, if they did a match where, like, I know this is off topic, but if they did a match where it was Vince McMahon versus Triple H, like, not like a a one-on-one between them, but just like a, a, like, basically Triple H put up, like, against his guy, and then Vince McMahon put up his best guy, then they go at it, and then the winner of this match Basically, is the new head of creative and the head of the company in general. And then Triple H wins that match, and then he, Vince McMahon gets fired like completely. Like, well, he doesn't get fired. He drops down from um, CEO and COO, and he's still part of the company with a whole bunch of shares. And he passes shares off to Triple H, and like everything that he has, he passes on to Triple H, and bam. So, and I bet you, if that would have happened, then we already know that. Uh, Trinity Star would definitely, you know, be one of the people on that list to not even relinquish her title, but she'll be probably the people to have like a good, I would say a decent ass run, maybe good, maybe like a half a year or up to like a year of a title reign for both the SmackDown and if she if she can get Raw Women's Championship on there, cool. But like I said, it, just because it was under Vince McMahon's like, you know, shit. You know, all her kind of chances were ruined from that point because he didn't really see Trinity as a top star. So it sucks. 
But you know, it's the past of the past. So I I understand with what you did and doesn't want to come back to WWE, even though it's under like you know the creative is different and you know the creative is getting better now. And but I understand why she left. But like I said, I hope she you know is either. You know, if she goes on to a new, like, wrestling promotion like AEW or Ring of Honor or New Japan Pro Wrestling or NWA or sort of, like, you know, Lucha AAA, like, you know, something, like, overseas or something like that, I wouldn't be mad. I just hope she, you know, gets to where she wants to be, you know, and is happy with her decisions because I feel like for her, leaving WWE is the best decision that she made in her life because of how she felt, especially how Vince McMahon like, you know, treated her and, you know, wasn't treating her as, like, the top star that she's, like, the star she's supposed to be, which is, a, like, which is understandable for a lot of people that come, that that's in the WWE for a long-ass time and stuff and gives them opportunity of a lifetime. So, I'm just saying, you know, I, I hope she uh, finds what she's looking for and, you know, is happy with her decision. So, I know some people's not happy for the with the name, but um, it's, like... You know, I, I feel like I feel like in my opinion, she's gonna like sign to New Japan Pro Wrestling and then reunite with Mercedes Monet. And um I know like and then if they do tag team, like I feel like if they do do tag teams, uh women tag team titles in there. I don't know if there's women tag team titles in New Japan Pro Wrestling, but if there is, like you have like Star and Monet like Monet and Star or Monet Star or something like that. But along that lines, um, like I said, I hope she finds what she's looking for and I hope she uh she's happy with what she's doing right now because, you know or like it's it's her life, it's her choice. So like I said, I hope you're happy with your future endeavors. I hope you're happy with your life and I hope everything goes well for you and, you know, your family and stuff like that. So, coming to the last last topic on this list. So, we all know, like I said, WrestleMania is not that far off. And in my mind, I was literally thinking, what will happen after the Bloodline loses all their titles? Like, you know, so obviously Solo got pinned on Monday Night Raw from Cody Rhodes getting his first ever loss in the company. So, he's having backlash from that. And then the Usos losing to... Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, and they're lost from that. And then you have the undisputed Universal Champion Roman Reigns losing his titles to Cody Rhodes, which I hope that will happen. So I want Cody Rhodes to win this match. But if he did pin Roman and beat Roman, what will happen to the bloodline? Like I said, he was like, like Cody Rhodes said, you'll be. He said it will be a tribe without a chief. So I don't know how crazy this is going to go. Maybe, like, after they lose their titles, I know Roman's going to snap at Solo and the and Paul Heyman and goddamn um, Jay and Jimmy. So like, so like Sami Zayn and uh, Cody Rhodes says, like, once you start snapping on them, Jay's going to leave. Then Jimmy's going to follow up right behind him. Then Solo, the enforcer of the group, will leave. 
Paul Heyman, like Cody Rose say, Paul Heyman is going to be an advocate again. So where does that leave you? Alone, in the darkness, thinking of what could I have done better? What could I have done better? And you're all alone with no one to help you out. Your whole family hates you. Not even Solo wants to be next to you. And then after that, it's a huge brawl. I won't say brawl, but it's a huge, like, argument between Jay and then, um, between Jay and Roman. And then Jay should have done this a long time ago. And I feel like Jay is going to hit Roman in the back with a steel goddamn chair. With a steel chair. And in my mind, even though I feel like it's not going to happen, but after he hits him with a steel chair, Jimmy, like, Jimmy hits Roman. Jimmy and Jay hits Roman with the day one. And then after that, when Roman gets up, Solo hits him with the Samoa spike and knocks him out clean. And after that, you're looking at the new bloodline without an abusive Roman Reigns, without a person telling them what they should do, who should they fight, what they should do, blah, 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 blah. Nah. Roman Reigns is kicked out of his own faction that he created, just like Edge was kicked out of the Judgment Day that he started. Even though Roman is not the one who made the bloodline, he's the one who started it, but he's not the one who made it to where it's supposed to be today. Jay, main event, Jay Uso is the one you should be thinking. Jay is the one who made it possible for, he, to, for, for the bloodline to become a thing. You, you may have started it. You may have, like, talked about it, but starting it, starting it, that was all Jay Uso. That was all Jay Uso. Jay is the one who made the bloodline. You might have started it, but he, but Jay was the one who mowed and made the bloodline to what it is now. Obviously, Jimmy had to fall in line even though he didn't want to deal with all this goddamn shenanigans, but he had to. And he fell in line, and then you took over because, one, your ego, you took over because you think you're better than everybody, you took over because, why? Because you are the universal champion when you have them title. When you had your title, when you had that WWE title, and plus when you had Solo, like, and you had all of us basically manipulating us, thinking, like, we should do this, we should do that, and following your stupid-ass word. Just because you have both world championships. And that ends today. And then after that, Jey Uso, Roman Reigns has it out with each other, obviously, and then it's a whole ass robbery between Jay Uso and um, Roman Reigns. And that is crazy. And I think it, it's going to be insane. I really feel like, obviously, the bloodline will obviously turn on each other. Solo, so, like, Solo will obviously go with his brothers. And, you know, you have the Usos. And then, yeah, there, there you go. That, that's, that's your faction right there. Your new faction is um is basically solo Jimmy and Jay no Roman at all just a weak Roman without no titles without no people to do his dirty work for him and just you know him just think looking at the sorrow and the stuff that he created because yeah 
He was the one who created this big, huge-ass mess. His, this huge-ass mess for himself and for his family. Because why his stupid, big-ass ego that made the best of him? That took over and made the best for him. For bad and for worse. Not even for the good. There's like a tiny bit of good in that. It's just for the bad and for the worse. Because he's the one who did this to himself. He's the one who put himself in this predicament. And now your entire family, even your grandfathers and your great-grandfathers and your great-great-great-grandfathers hate the fuck out of you. So, like I said, man, they can do anything with the Bloodline story after WrestleMania. And I mean anything. Like, and But me personally... Jay needs to officially turn on Roman. Obviously, Roman's gonna push it to the edge. Obviously, Roman's like, you know, you a beauty, like you a bitch. You always been a bitch. You're not. You're never gonna be in my shoes. And after that, he takes a, you know, Jimmy tosses him a chair, and then bink, back on the back, and then boop, that's it. And I'm like, and then you're gonna hear the biggest pop of all time when Jay finally. Turns on Roman, the whole bloodline turns on Roman, and he has a steel chair to the to his back. That's what's gonna happen. Jay's gonna turn on Roman, hit him with the chair, just like Sammy hit him with the chair, and watch that Barina just pop, just the biggest pop in a minute that we've seen. In the ever since WrestleMania. When Roman Reigns lost the titles, or I should say the whole bloodline lost their goddamn titles. So I'm letting you know right now, man. If that happens, if Jey Uso pops, like literally hits him with a steel chair on his back, watch that entire arena go up in flames with the loudest pops that we have heard in a goddamn long time. I swear, I'll be the happiest. Person. I'll be like a little kid in the goddamn candy store, man, if that ever happens. And I'm waiting for it to happen. I'll just be like, do it. Do it. Hit him in the back. Do it. And then, beep. I'm like, yeah. I'm going to be goddamn happy and so goddamn excited. Oh, man. I'm just letting you know right now. This like can go so much ways, and I mean so much ways they can make this storyline so goddamn good, so good. And like I said, more cracks. Once once the Usos lose their titles, that's already a lot more cracks open up in the bloodline already, and I mean a lot more cracks. So it only goes it only goes from up from here. We have no, I have no idea what they're gonna do. I really don't. Um, obviously anything can happen with Roman Reigns losing his titles and with the Usos losing their titles. So, um, it, like I said, it could go either way. Like, Roman can turn on everybody or, like, everybody will turn on each other or Solo turns on Roman or Roman or Solo stays with Roman. Like, I don't know. Anything that I have in my head can happen because that's how big and major this Bloodline storyline is. Three goddamn years in the making and counting and still going. So... I feel like this rivalry won't end, or it's not rivalry, but I feel like this whole storyline won't end until probably like next year's WrestleMania, where they're like completely done for with like where the bloodline is like a new ass faction 
and you know there's a new head there's a new leader in town and his name is Jay goddamn Uso. I said it. Jay Uso can probably be the head of the faction or or Solo Sokoa can be the head of the faction. Either way. But like I said, a lot of people say that Jay is the one that should be the be the one dethroning roaming reigns and he'll be the new head of the table and everything. People say Solo Sokoa should be the new head of the table because of how strong he is. And he has not really won a he not won, but he has not lost a match besides his first time losing to like Cody Rhodes or just to anybody in general. So his his streak has popped. He's been uh, he's literally had a streak since NXT and never lost till Cody literally beat him in a one on one match with the with the Usos even interfering. So anything can go with this, and I mean anything can really go with this. And I'm excited for what's in store. For what happens after like after uh, WrestleMania, because like I said, this wrestle like this WrestleMania I know is gonna be good, and I know the raw after WrestleMania is gonna be even more fantastic. So like I said, I am I am curious of what the bloodline has to bring after WrestleMania. I am curious if Roman is still gonna hold hold those titles. Um, I know the I know the Usos is not gonna hold those titles. I know that for sure. But the biggest if. If Roman holds those titles, and if he does hold those, what's and if he does hold them, I know he's gonna go into a thousand days reign. But if he doesn't hold them anymore, and he loses to Cody Rhodes at at WrestleMania, anything can happen. Anything from bad to worse can happen with the bloodline, with Roman, with Paul, with Jimmy, with Jay, with Solo. Like there's there's gonna be a lot more cracks, obviously, when the Usos lose their titles, and and. And if Roman still has his titles, it's you know it's not it's not really gonna be looking good at all. And I mean at all. So we just want to see how this plays out with WrestleMania, right? Like right there, like literally right around the corner. And I'm I'm just excited to see what will happen with you know the whole Bloodline storyline, three years in the making, and it's just. Huh. WWE is just looking so good right now, and I mean, so goddamn well put together, and I'm just happy, and I'm excited to even witness all this happening, so let's just see what happens when WrestleMania Night 2 and Night 1 hits for everybody, including me as well, too, but that's it for today's episode, y'all. Thank you for everybody to tuning in, listening to me, vibing with me, chilling with me, and like I said, man, WrestleMania weekend is here. It's literally one day away since we're in WrestleMania weekend, man. And I know that's going to be in L.A. in the SoFi Stadium. I am excited. I am hyped. And I know on top of that, Santa Deliver is, you know, like that same day as WrestleMania night one. So I am excited for Santa Deliver. I am excited for WrestleMania night one. I am excited for WrestleMania night two. I am excited for Friday Night SmackDown in the Hall of Fame. And I'm excited for the Raw after WrestleMania. There's a lot of big things happening for this coming week between Friday and next week, Monday. So everybody stay tuned. Everybody keep watching WWE, man, because I know always WrestleMania weekend is always the best weekend for everybody that loves wrestling out there. So this is your boy Antoine TV2, the host of Organized Mess. You can follow me, Antoine TV2, across all social medias. You can follow my YouTube channel, Organized Mess, on YouTube and also across all social medias. So I hope everybody have a great day. Peace. Be breezy, y'all. Stay safe out there. And welcome to WrestleMania!